Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil again, doing another podcast. And hope everyone is doing well, wherever you're listening from. So I'm going to continue for many, many podcasts in the future to go through some of the most famous characters of the Bible and this to talk about the relationship with God, the relationship with, um, you know, how they had to do God's bidding and that they weren't always ready to do that. You know, um, so I compared the last couple of days Adam and Eve who selfishly ate the fruit of the tree, the forbidden fruit, because they wanted to be like God, because they wanted that power that God had. And then I compared them to Abraham who left his hometown at a very old age and you know, went to where God promised him, you know, many descendants, many uh, people uh, that formed the Jewish nation. And now I'm going to talk about Moses. Now, the early story of Moses, as we know, um, he, at that time, the pharaoh wanted to kill all the Egyptian children, all the males under two, because they were getting jealous of the amount of Israelites that were in Egypt at that time. And Moses was hidden, of course, by his mother, was eventually found by the Pharaoh's daughter, who raised him as her own son. And Moses grew up with Pharaoh's son, and and uh, you know they were basically brothers, um, even though they were not blood brothers. And then eventually, um, Moses found out his true heritage that he was actually Israelite, he was Jewish, and after he had an encounter with one of the Egyptians and killed him because the Egyptian was um, was was hurting the Israelites who were basically slaves in the Jewish, uh, who, who were slaves in, in Egypt. So Moses ran away from Egypt and settled in this uh, land of Midian, which was between um, where Egypt is and where Israel is today. And he, he got married and had children, and he was taking, you know, um, when he was called by God to lead the people out of Israel, he was quite aged already. And this is the story of the burning bush. I just want to read it to you today. One day, 
Moses was taking care of the sheep and goats of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and Moses decided to lead them across the desert to Sinai, the holy mountain. There an angel of the Lord appeared to him from a burning bush. Moses saw that the bush was on fire, but it was not burning up. Well, this is strange, he said to himself. I'll go over and see why the bush isn't burning up. When the Lord saw Moses coming near the bush, he called him by name, and Moses answered, Here I am. God replied, Don't come any closer. Take off your sandals. The ground where you're standing is holy. I am the God who was worshipped by your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses was afraid to look at God, and so he hid his face. The Lord said, I have seen how my people are suffering as slaves in Egypt, and I have heard them beg for my help because of the way they were being mistreated. I feel sorry for them, and I have come down to rescue them from the Egyptians. I will bring my people out of Egypt into a country where there is good land, rich with milk and honey. I will give them the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Zebrazites now live. My people have begged for my help, and I have seen how cruel the Egyptians are to them. Now go to the king. I am sending you to lead my people out of this, his country. But Moses said, Who am I to go to the king and lead your people out of Egypt? God replied, I will be with you, and you will know that I am the one who sent you. When you worship me on this holy mountain, in this mountain, after you have led my people out of Egypt, Moses answered, "I will tell the people of Israel that the God their ancestors worshipped us sent me to them. But what shall I say if they ask me your name?" God said to Moses, "I am the Eternal God. So tell them that the Lord, whose name is I Am, has sent you." This is my name forever, and it is the name that people must use from now on. Call together the leaders of Israel and tell them that the God who is worshipped by Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has appeared to you. Tell them I have been seen how terribly they are being treated in Egypt, and I promise to lead them out of their troubles. I will give them a rich land rich with milk and honey, where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Zebrazites now live. The leaders of Israel will listen to you. Then you must take them to the king of Egypt and say, The Lord God of the Hebrews has appeared to us. Let us walk three days into the desert where we can offer a sacrifice to him. But I know that the king of Egypt won't let you go unless something forces him to so I will use my mighty power to perform all kinds of miracles and strike down the Egyptians. Then the king will send you away. After I punish the Egyptians, they will be so afraid of you that they will give you everything, anything you want. You are my people, and I will let you take many things with you when you leave the land of Egypt. Every Israelite woman who will, will go to her Egyptian neighbors or to any Egyptian woman living in her house. She will ask them for gold and silver jewelry and for the finest clothes. The Egyptians will give them to you and you will put these fine things on your sons and daughters. 
You will carry all this away when you leave Egypt. Moses asked the Lord, Suppose everyone refuses to listen to my message and no one believes that you will appear to me. The Lord answered, What's that in your hand? A walking stick, Moses replied. Throw it down, the Lord commanded. So Moses threw the stick on the ground. It immediately turned into a snake, and Moses jumped back. Pick up, pick it up by the tail, the Lord told him. And when Moses did this, the snake turned back into a walking stick. Do this, the Lord said, and the Israelites will believe that you have seen me, the God who is worshipped by their ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Next, the Lord commanded Moses, Put your hand inside your shirt. Moses obeyed, and when he took it out, his hand had turned white as snow, like someone with leprosy. Put your hand back inside your shirt, the Lord told him. Moses did so, and when he took it out again, it was as healthy as the rest of his body. Then the Lord said, If no one believes either of these miracles, take some water from the Nile River and pour it into the ground. The water will immediately turn into blood. Moses replied, I have never been a good speaker. I wasn't one before you spoke to me, and I'm not one now. I am slow at speaking. I can never think of what to say. But the Lord answered, Who makes people able to speak or makes them deaf or unable to speak? Who gives them or makes them blind? Don't you know that I am the one who does these things? Now go. When you speak, I will be with you and give you the words to say. Moses begged, Lord, please send someone else to do it. The Lord became irritated with Moses and said, What about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he is a good speaker. He is already on his way here to visit you, and he will be happy to see you again. Aaron will speak to the people for you, and you and will speak... Uh, and you will be like me, telling Aaron what to say. I will be with both of you as they you speak, and I will tell each of you what to do. Now take this walking stick and use it to perform miracles. So that's the that's the story of Moses being called by God to lead the people out of Egypt. And there's a few things we can get out of this story. So first of all, you know, when we think of saints, when we think of these great people in the Bible, you know, when we, you know, I didn't even talk about Noah, but maybe I will talk about Noah another time. We talked about Abraham, now we're talking about Moses. We think that they are somehow people who were, you know, uh, better than everyone else, who were, you know, more advanced in their closeness to God than anyone else. And that's not necessarily true. These were ordinary people who had the same um, human... Uh, you know, frailties like we do. They had the same human weaknesses that we do. You know, Moses in this conversation said to God, you know, well, who am I 
to go to the king and say these things. I'm just a nobody. I'm just uh, I'm I'm just the poor shepherd, you know, taking care of my father-in-law's sheep. And 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 then later on he says, "Well, I'm not a good speaker. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to to do when I'm going to go in front of the king." So <laughs> it's like when God calls us, he knows our weaknesses. He already knows what what we have to work upon, right? So all every single one of us has a weakness that we have to deal with, right? And our weaknesses don't prevent God from using us for what he his his purposes in this world. You know, if if God if if we didn't do what God wanted to do, even though our weaknesses, even though we are weak human beings, nothing would ever be accomplished. So God uses us even though we have lots of faults. We have a, even though we have lots of things that we have to deal with in our own lives, God still uses us. Okay? We have to remember that. That's the very first thing to remember. The next thing we have to remember is that um, you know, God uses our strengths. And he uses what we already have on this earth to, to make his will known. And we, we, as I said earlier, Moses grew up in a royal family. He, he grew up in the Pharaoh's palace. So he knew the inner workings of, of the Egyptian government, the Egyptian you know, leadership. And this is why God picked Moses because Moses already had those qualities that that he could use to, you know, to get the people out of Egypt. So we all have qualities that God uses for his, um, for his will to be done on this earth. And, and every one of us have good qualities we could use. Every one of us have something that God can use from us to help in you know, making the word of God known to everyone. We, we can't say that we are not talented. We can't say that we don't have talents because every one of us has a talent that we can use in our life. Everyone. And sometimes we are afraid to use our talents. Sometimes, like Moses, we say, well, we're not worthy to go to that person to tell them what God wants them to do. We are not worthy to, you know, uh, to do such a big task. And uh, you can imagine how Moses thought at this very time when he wanted, when God wanted Moses to lead the people out of Egypt. This is, this is a humongous task. 
This is uh, something that's never been done before. And Moses, you know, quite rightly was very humble and saying, well, how can I do this, God? How can I myself do this, what you're asking me to do? And who's going to believe that you sent me? Even, he even said to God, well, how are my own people? How does the Egyptian or the Israelite people going to believe that you sent me to them? So God you know, showed him different things he could do, throwing a stick down, the turning in a snake, you know, showing his withered hand that's white with leprosy, you know, turning water into blood, all that stuff. But again, we, when, when God approaches us, we have to be confident that God is going to give us the ability to do what he wants us to do. Even though we might not think we're educated enough, we don't, we're not um, smart enough, we don't speak well enough, you know, maybe we think that people are not going to listen to us. It doesn't matter. All those things don't matter when God calls us to, to do his will. So, uh, I, again, I think we need to remember that, the story of Moses. It's, God doesn't call the rich and famous all the time to, to do his will. God doesn't call the most popular people in this world to do his will. God calls ordinary people, you know, hard, you know hardworking people, people who are, you know, just common in the world, who don't have any, you know, who are not famous. And he uses those people to do great things in this world. So you and me. You and me can be used by God to do great things in this world. Never, ever forget that, all right? So, um, you know, I, I really am enjoying these talks in the Bible, and I'm going to do quite a few more of them in the next little while. God bless you. Have a great day.